What's up, everybody, and welcome back to The Huddle. It's The Huddle. And you are listening to your boy L.A. and your boy Austin. And guess what? We're back in the studio together. We are back, man. It's been too long. (laughs) It's been way too long. Uh, Y'all know the first segment of the show is Hear Me Out, and so um, I don't really have much to say, but what's up with you, bro? Listen, man, I got a girlfriend, y'all. Oh, wow. So we're just going to tell the world. Amen. The whole world. Come on, tell it. Huddle Nation, I have a girlfriend, a.k.a. I have a wife. Y'all already know my energy. I always say my next girlfriend is going to be my wife. So in a nutshell, I found my wife, y'all. Hey. Yeah, I'm lit. I'm so excited. I mean, God is good. So when do we get to meet her? Next episode. No, next I'm episode. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, I haven't talked to her about that. But um, soon, very soon. Just stay tuned. All right. It's happening. Well, stay in tune. That's a that's a great thing. It's funny. Um, I was telling him earlier that he did the Your Time Is Coming podcast. I think that was season two, right? Mm. Season two. We did Your Time Is Coming. Yes. Yeah. And this dude was talking to himself the whole time. Who knew? Yeah. That's actually, amazing. Bro, I went back and listened to it because I, I haven't gone back and listened to it except for like recently. But Ellie would always be like, oh, that was so good. I thought it was terrible. <laughs> I didn't want to go back and listen. But I listened recently and I said, you know what? Man, that was all God. Mm-hmm. God was really speaking to me mm-hmm. through me, which yeah. is cool. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It was really, really good. I remember that day because I, I did something to trick him into doing the um, podcast episode by himself because he wasn't speaking and I needed him to speak. And I knew I couldn't just be like, can you just teach a message? Because that's weird. Mm. Like, hey, Austin, teach me a message. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we arranged to do that podcast and it was clearly prophetic because your time came. It came, man. And speaking of time, man, I'm thinking about a time. And, bro, let's just take this time to transition to our, my favorite segment. That's crazy. Okay. But speaking of times, I'm, I'm remembering this time when you told me this story. And uh, we were sitting in, this, in your car in this parking lot, right? And you were telling us a story about, I think it was your aunt, and, uh, and how your aunt uh, had a friend. And the friend had, like, lost her mother. Yeah. Very, very sad. Yeah. And um, lost her mother. And so your aunt was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. You know, what happened? And uh, and you said uh, that the lady replied, she got hit by a bus. <laughs> 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 and all I can think of <laughs> was that's crazy. <laughs> I'll never Yo, forget that me. day telling the story Yo. because we were at the park. Yes. Remember that? Yeah, that was. And I remember, you know how you laugh so hard to get silent and you just hear the. (laughs) That's all you heard in the car. Like the Mm. the car was just shaking. Yeah, that's a true story. Yeah, yeah. Old girl got hit by a bus. She got hit by a bus, y'all. Man. um, Yo. (laughs) I feel like you pulled me in a hole and I don't know how to get out. (laughs) But listen, no, I mean, I think in all seriousness, the question that I want to ask from that. If she were still here with us today is what was the weight of it like? No, <laughs> no I'm, I'm playing y'all. Yo, don't, 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 don't email us, please. Like it was, I was, I don't know what got ahead of me. It got into me. I'm sorry. That was not right. But, <laughs> this is why God but, had us separated this season. No, yeah, no, really. Yeah, he did. Um, uh, I'm gonna get right though. I'm gonna get right, y'all. But listen though, like seriously, losing a loved one is hard. Like there's, there's it is. It's, it's, there's some weight to that. Um, 
No pun intended. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Like, <laughs> this is so bad. No, this is no, no. But seriously though, like, it, it is. LA, um, help me. I think. See, the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Sometimes life will come out of nowhere and hit you. Like, and I'm not trying to be. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to be, you know, funny. The person laughed too, okay? Like, oh, they, everybody they, they knows. Did laugh too, that's, yeah, that's like, yeah. okay, but but sometimes stuff will just hit you. Like, 2020. Cut them out of nowhere. Bam. <laughs> I feel like we were crossing the street and then 2020 came, like, bam. Yo. You know what? Cue the, cue the transition yeah, music. Yeah, we, we got, let's, let's talk, man. So the weight of it all. What do you mean all. by the weight of it all? Man, it, that's that's a it's a loaded. Um, it could be a loaded answer. But I think it'd be a loaded question too, um, because when I think of the weight of it, man, I think about just the weight of uh, of just the the hurt that you feel when you lose someone. Um, you know, I also think about for me the weight of ministry. Oof. I think about the weight in, in the sense of time. Um, how long will it take for me to get over this? You know, what's the weight of waiting? Um, <clears throat> so many things. Uh, but but one thing that really stands out to me is just how heavy the weight can be, whether mm-hmm. that's in the sense of time or just the weight that you feel in your heart from loss. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the weight of it is something that I don't think we talk about enough. Mm-hmm. And we're all carrying something. Um, but, but it's heavy, you that, know, that's, that's very true. Um, loss is one of those things that you said something that I think is very important. Uh, you were saying how you, you wonder like how long will you carry this weight and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like you learn to live with it. I know I've been yeah. through a season in my life where I was living with weights on my back and I didn't know it until I became free. Mm, wow. Um, and you know, depending on what, what angle we're coming from, I know for me personally, one thing that stands out automatically, and I know you can agree to this too, is the weight of ministry. Absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned that. And for somebody listening, I'm not necessarily just talking about ministry from a, a, a pulpit standpoint or from a church standpoint, even working your job. If you are a Christian and you are on the job dealing with the public, you are in ministry. Absolutely. Like, And that is not easy. And sometimes, you know, the weight can be so heavy because not only do you have your burdens, but you're carrying it, carrying the burdens of other people. Mm-hmm. And when you're carrying the burdens of other people, um, you know, you almost kind of pick up their pain in a sense. I saw a post on Facebook um, and they were saying like, if you're, if you're called to like comfort people, you'll probably experience a lot of hurt and stuff. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. for me personally, whenever I write scripts and stuff, it's like a super emotional time and I like tend to be uh, more emotional. I tend to cry a lot because I'm writing something and I'm trying to connect to people's pain. And sometimes in order to connect to people's pain or in order to um, really express people's pain, God will allow you to feel it a little bit. Absolutely, man. I I think with ministry that that's, you have to have that heart Mm -hmm. in order to be uh, effective in ministry. Mm -hmm. 
and uh and man just you said something about like you know people who go to everyday jobs and things like that what people have to understand about not only ministry but the weight of being a believer mm-hmm. in the times we're living in is heavy mm-hmm. because you're you're standing for something that the world is um very hostile towards right and um and as we know as believers everything that you do it comes from a sacrificial place yep uh, we know that Jesus says to give up your life mm-hmm. for my sake, and mm-hmm. you'll gain it. Uh, and, and so, everything that we do, whether it's <clears throat> excuse me, laying down our frustration um, and picking up patience, mm-hmm. or um, you know, giving when we need, it's all sacrificial, and there is weight tied to all of it. Right. Because in our flesh, there are things that we feel we need. Right. We feel that we need to be understood. Right. And so there are times where in our frustration, we want to be understood mm-hmm. before we release this patience, before we release this forgiveness, before we release this mercy. Can I be understood first? Mm-hmm. You know, are my feelings valid enough to be understood before I release something? Mm-hmm. And so um, there's a weight in trusting God with uh, just being obedient and forgiving, even if you don't see or feel understood. Mm hmm yet Mm -hmm. um and understood and also even if you don't see the other person's remorse yeah oh man that's like i think a lot of times we wait on remorse to be the license to forgive but that's not how it works because Mm. sometimes you know you'll have to forgive a person and sometimes it's not until years later that they grow into their understanding of whatever it is they did um and they come to apologize i know people who um had to forgive somebody and then they'll they'll say like 20 years later they brought up something that happened 20 years ago and said like mm. I just want to apologize and I always think like what if you were holding unforgiveness that long mm. like look at how far you've progressed and and I think some of the beautiful stories are when people are saying like you know this person came to apologize to me and I almost didn't remember what they were talking about or mm. or they almost didn't want you ever see someone apologize to somebody and the other person kind of cuts them off and they're like you know what I don't even need it like it's fine we yep. were young it didn't matter and and the the beautiful thing about that is look at how far you've come mm-hmm. since that time you know yes. but it goes to show you if you were holding that all this time you really can't progress absolutely man you said something holding it mm-hmm. so that's where the weight of it comes in mm-hmm. if you feel like you're not progressing in life and you feel like you're in a place where you're stuck mm-hmm. check the weight of it yeah check the weight of the burden that you're carrying um, because in, in Matthew eleven, twenty eight through thirty, you know we come on. The come word, on with the word, the word y'all. Y'all hungry? Get your plate out, napkin. Got my napkin in my shirt because I'm just mommy like. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it says Jesus said, "Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens. Yes, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle, gentle mm. y'all at heart, mm. and you will find rest for your souls." For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. Check the weight of it. Like, how heavy is what you're holding on to? The things in your hand, the things in your heart, mm. how heavy are they? Mm. Check the weight of it. Put it on the scale. Because he says here that the burden he gives you is light. Mm-hmm. So anything extra, mm-hmm. is it from him or not? Mm-hmm. So that's unforgiveness, expectations, um, whatever it is, if it's heavy, mm, it might not be from him. So that is so, um, KOC, first of all, go with me here, go with me here. Okay. Cause y'all know 
the wheels are turning artistically. Oh, I, yeah. I have mm-hmm. to see it. The first part of that scripture is come to me, and we're saying check the weight. When you go on a plane, there's only a certain amount of weight that Ooh, you can carry on, on the plane before they make you check the bag. Ooh. And a lot of things we do with, with her is we don't come to him. Mm. That's why the first part says come to me. And a lot of times we take our hurt to our friends. Mm-hmm. We take it to somebody else and we try to carry this thing, but the bag is too heavy mm. and it's going to cost you too much. And so just like in an airplane, they make you check a bag. And when you're saying check the weight, we do need to check the weight as in take it to Christ mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we'll spend so much time, you know, carrying something. It's funny. I looked at the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion mm-hmm. and um, for years I would see the interviews with uh, Miss Janice, the original Aunt Viv. And she always seemed so, like, bitter about what happened. Wow. And, you know, I, I, sh- you ever see, like, fake positive? Yes. I hate it. Um, and, and it made me feel bad for her because I, I could see that she was trying to move past mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But she made it um, necessary for Will Smith's apology to mm-hmm. really go forward, mm-hmm. it seemed like, in life. And when I watched the interview you could see the hurt in her eyes. Mm. And when he said, I'm sorry, you know, you could see like, it was almost this look of, I've been mad this long and I carried it this long for a sorry. Wow. Like, it's amazing how sorry is the the word that we're looking for to release us to go forward. You may never Mm -hmm. get a sorry. Mm -hmm. I've been through things Mm -hmm. this season that, I'm, I have made peace with the fact that yes. they're not going to apologize yes, yes. because it's not in their DNA. And um, I had to make sure that the sound was plugged in. You saw me look. <laughs> yes, right, I was like, wait, did we even plug these mics in? Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's why we have to check the weight of it. Oh, man. Give it to God. Yeah. Because you, it's, you can't take it on your flight. No, no, man. And, and speaking of analogies, you know, we both think pretty, mm-hmm. pretty similar. Um, I'm thinking about the gym, man. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about working out and my experience with working out. Coaches always tell you, don't put too much weight on. You want to be able to control the weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so you always have these overzealous people who come in and they load it up and they want to prove how strong they are. And so they load it up. Some people pull their back out, like they blow their back out. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll pull a muscle or something like that because the weight was too heavy. Mm. And, and they had they loaded up the weight to prove that they were strong. Mm-hmm. And the coach would always be like, it's not about how much you can lift by straining, but how much you can control, you know, Oof. how mu- how can you control the weight? Um, and when I did uh, powerlifting, we did clean and jerks. And so you have to be calm. You know, there's not a lot that you can do by straining. Right. You, you have to have perfect form. And so you can only do those things if you master the weight. Mm-hmm. And so not that we never get strong, but we have to go at the Lord's pace. Right. So many of us are holding on to things um, in our hearts, right. in our minds, in our spirits, right. Right. trying to prove how strong we are. He never asked us to be strong. He asked us to give the burdens to him right. in exchange right. for, for his. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that's something I've had to remind myself of. Um, it's perfectly okay to be weak but strong in him. Mm. Um, I'll be I'll humble myself enough to say that this is too much for me to bear when they left me 
it hurt me so much. I can't take it, Jesus. Mm-hmm. You have to take this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. I'm very hurt. I'm not going to pretend like it didn't affect me because I'm weak in my flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, and it did hurt me. Mm-hmm. The way that they talked to me hurt me. The way that they cut me off hurt mm-hmm. me. The little things hurt me. And it's too heavy for me to pretend like it doesn't phase me. Mm-hmm. Because when you pretend like things mm-hmm. don't phase you, you're adding weight on That's to say true. I'm stronger than than other people who who let it affect them. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. The true humility, the true strength is in trading, trading the weight. Mm. You know, this bothered me. People call you sensitive. People call you, uh, you weigh your heart on your sleeve. All these things, but you're stronger. Mm-hmm. While they're struggling, uh, you, you, you know, you can move. Mm-hmm. You're on the flight. Mm-hmm. They're, they're back, getting their bags checked. Mm-hmm. You know, and so all that to say, man, I've had to learn that there's power and vulnerability and, and part of checking the weight is being vulnerable. Yeah. And, you know, when things get too heavy, you have to go back because mm. the Bible tells us that his burdens are light. Mm. So that means I'm carrying something I'm not supposed to. Right. right. Like whenever, whenever things are stressful for me, I've learned in this season that that means I'm, I am, I am caring about something more than I should. That's it. You know, it, yeah. that that's why I was speaking last week. Was it last week? Yeah, last mm-hmm. week. And yeah, I was yeah. saying, uh, it says, uh, um, humble yourself mm-hmm. first. It, before it says cast your cares, it says humble yourself. Mm. And I, I believe that that's important for us to remember because when we're stressed out, we're, we're honestly trying to be God in an area of our life that Ooh. we're not, like, we're not called to be the savior. That's why he came because we couldn't do it. Yes. And so like whenever I am stressed out, I have to go back and I say, wait a minute, you know, um, I'm, I am trying to be the Lord of something that I'm not called to be the Lord of. Mm -mm. Not at all, man, Mm -hmm. man. It's just, it's so crazy that you say that because looking back at the weightlifting, um, example, it's very prideful for somebody to load up this weight that they've never done before yeah. Yeah. and think in their head that they can do it when they never practiced, they've never been at that weight. You know what I'm saying? You just pick up and you got to do eight reps, but you can barely, you never even tried one. Right, right. And it's very, very prideful and foolish. And you end up looking dumb in the mm-hmm. end because now you got to hold up everybody else. Mm-hmm. You got to strip the weight off. And then you got, you know what I'm saying? There's just so much unnecessary things that you have to go through just because you wanted to prove to yourself or to some other, somebody else that you were stronger than, you know, you really are. Right. And, um, and I know, and I just say that because it, I mean, that was me for so long. Yeah. Me um, too. Fun fact, when I was young, I used to want to be the strongest boy in the world. There was like these little bodybuilding competitions and stuff. And I would watch them and I'd be like, wow, I want to do that. I want to be the strongest boy in the world. So every chance that I got, I was trying to prove that I was strong. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my heart, I was very, very sensitive um, I dealt with a lot of rejection at early ages, and, and and so I tried to pretend like it didn't affect me, and it came out in ways that that did not honor God at all. Mm-hmm. It came out in, in in having a temper. It came out in being um, rude to people, and uh, and lying and stealing, in, in a bunch of ugly ways. But it's funny, people didn't start calling me strong until the Lord changed my heart, mm-hmm. and I became. Um, like just soft-hearted, mm-hmm. gentle, like it says Jesus is. Mm-hmm. Um, it was then that people started to tell me that I was strong, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Really? I didn't do anything." 
you know, but for them, they, they probably didn't even realize Mm -hmm. what they were saying, but it was the Lord telling me you're getting your strength Mm -hmm. by giving, the more you give to me, the stronger you get. Yeah. It's wise. Like people say, Oh, you're, you're very wise. Cool. But it's just because I'm going to the father for everything. Yep. Yep. Y'all heard in the hurt, uh, hear me out. Um, I have a girlfriend now who's going to be my wife one day. Every day that I wake up, I acknowledge how weak I am as a man in the flesh. And I said, Lord, I don't know how to lead her. You have to show me. You have the manual. You got to show me how to do it. And um, in that, that makes me strong because I'm picking up his strength now. Yeah. It's not me leading her. It's him. Yeah. And, and so, um, man, I just, I can say that I'm strong now because I know it's not Austin Willis mm-hmm. in the flesh. It's Jesus living in me mm-hmm. as long as I yield to him. So... That's good. And, you know, sometimes, uh, like, I, one thing that I I know for a fact uh, and just my experiences with, um, like, ministry, uh, we are not called to do ministry alone. Mm. It just doesn't work. It does not work. And um, it takes vulnerability to to be in ministry. Yes. Because now you're in a position where it's designed for others to have to help you. Mm. The weight is so much to bear that it's designed for you to be honest. It's designed for you to be vulnerable Mm. and admit like, okay, I need some help here. And um, that was something that I learned early on. Not that I even ever really tried to do it by myself, but I knew that God was using this, this ministry with KOC to show there are going to be things that I put in your heart to do that you can't do by yourself. Mm. Like it's going to force you to have to be vulnerable. It's yeah. going to force you to to say, this is a weight that I have to carry and I'm here. The weight has to go over there and I need help getting there. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to force you to have to do that. I was having a conversation with someone and they were saying that this season forced churches to show their weakness. Ooh. Jesus. Like for so long, it was always, and not for everybody, but for so long, you could easily hide behind your house of worship Mm -hmm. and say like, well, we do this. We specialize in this and yada, yada, yada. Well, when the, when the curtain lifted and now everybody's scrambling, trying to be online, we can see what you really are called to. And we can see the areas that you need help in. Mm -hmm. And now that we can see this, we can go further in the kingdom because now we're not acting like, you know, this this isn't too much weight to bear. Now we're being vulnerable and open and honest and saying like, hey, you know, there's weight to this thing and I need help carrying it. Wow. You know, wow. Um, even in this season with people being stuck in the house, it's forcing you to realize I've been carrying this weight and I can't do it by myself. Hmm. Being isolated makes you, uh, you know, a lot of us have been saying like being isolated shows you that, you know, it's good for you and alone. You know, you know, to have that alone time with Christ, but also being isolated shows you how much you need people. Yes, yeah, bro. It shows you how much I need. Like I, I, I need people, <laughs> bro. Exactly. If you don't come out of the alone season seeking, yeah, community, yeah, go back, yeah, because you missed it. It it shows you like I need community. I look at us. Somebody, you know, they somebody asked me like, "How does it feel with Austin living so far away?" And I was like, "We've never lived close." I know, yeah, like ever. <laughs> it's always been at least an hour and some change in mm-hmm. between us. But the need for community 
is so great, so much greater than the arrogance of assuming you don't and saying like, oh, that's too far. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. And I think that when we're in this season, as far as 2020 goes and us being quarantined and isolated, it's showing the weight of that. And mm-hmm. like, I'm so used to like, some of us have been isolated and before isolation, we were with people so much that we weren't even aware of the weight that the other person was helping us carry. Wow. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. we weren't even aware. You ever be around somebody and then, like, they're not there anymore and you'd be like, I never even knew that they did that. Mm-hmm. Like, I never even knew. You know, it's just like if you're on a, a team at church mm-hmm. and somebody's out, out of town and you're filling in. And you start looking for stuff like, where's the flags at? Where's the? Mm-hmm. They did that too. Yeah. Like I didn't know. That. I didn't know they was the ones that put the signs outside. Uh-huh. I just thought they went out there, and then it's like, no, somebody yeah, did somebody that. Did it, yeah. And sometimes when you're in this isolation period, you realize there's a lot of weight to this that I've never had to carry because God has always placed someone there to help me carry this thing. And no wonder the load is heavier. Wow. You know, like yeah. no wonder this thing got heavier is because I don't have any community to help me with this Mm -hmm. you know taking it back man he said from the very beginning Mm -hmm. it's not good for the man to be alone i will send a ding 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 helper yes suitable for him yes you know people think about that as just a wife but in general you know he sent people to help us and and going on with the vulnerability um you know i got some more scripture for you it says in james 5 16 confess your sins to each other Mm -hmm. and pray for each other so that you may be healed the mm-hmm. earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces Available wonderful much. results. Yes. Now, every time I read that, we think, well, let, let, well, before I go on, let's talk about the weight of sin, for one. The weight of sin is so, so heavy. If there's somebody listening right now and there's something that you've been really, really struggling with that feels like a habitual sin, think about James 5.16. Have you truly confessed your sins to someone else so that they can pray for you? Mm-hmm. And, and a righteous person at that, not somebody who's doing it with you. You know, y'all were in the same room, and, bro, I did it. Now nah, they saw you do it, man. <laughs> but, um, like, really, somebody who you, the person that God put on your heart that you're scared to tell because you're scared that they might look at you different. Yeah. Did you tell that person? Because there's weight to the sin, and I know it's heavy, and, and, and there's so much tied to that confession, but I'm here to tell you that that's a key part in being obedient. Yeah. He tells us in scripture to do that because there is uh, freedom tied to that obedience. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's something that you want to do to continue your growth. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want, especially habitual sin, you don't want to get comfortable in that and think that you're stronger. And there's so many times where we're like, you know, I'll just set up these parameters myself and I'll just do this myself and then I'll go here and do that and then this will happen. But no, it, you fall back because it says confess your sins to each other, not to yourself, yeah. you know, because you won't hold yourself accountable. And because uh, confess your sins, but also confess your needs, like what L.A. was talking about. Confess your needs one to each other so they can pray for you and so that you may be healed. So many people with needs out here that they're they're trying to carry by themselves. Yeah. And uh, they're not being honest with the people around them. And I said this in a message before, but I said God has put people around us to be answers to some problems and we're lying to the answer. Yep. And say, hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm great. No, you're not. You need help. Yep. And, and you know, sometimes God will put things in our lives so that he can be the one to help us too. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to tell y'all, I think y'all have heard me say this a million times, but I like to be really honest and transparent on this podcast. Uh, 
that's something that God really dealt with me on because I'm a very independent person. Mm -hmm. And um, that's that's good in a lot of ways, but it can be detrimental in a lot of ways, too. Mm -hmm. And um, I'll never forget when I first started this ministry, the first thing he said was to leave your job. Mm. And my idea was like, I'll use that to fund this. And he was like, I don't need your money. I need your faith and your Mm. obedience. Wow. Leave your job. Jesus. Because I'm not calling you to do something that I can't fund. Come on, you better preach, man. Like, and maybe it's not a ministry. You know, maybe it's starting a family. Maybe, you know, it's going back to school. There's going to be some part of that journey that you cannot do by yourself. People isolate themselves and they'll say like, okay, it's us against the world. Well, y'all going to (laughs) lose. Y'all going to lose. It's Mm -hmm. just y'all. Against the world, y'all are going to lose. Y'all about to get stumped out. Yes. Like, <laughs> and it's, it is, it's little things, you know, you can, you can be successful. You can have all of the money and stuff, but you need people. Mm-hmm. You need people. I ask people all the time, you know, you're, you're starting a, a business or something. Who's, who in that room is your business partner, par- partner, but who's your friend? Mm-hmm. Who's the one that can look at you and say, but you're not okay. Mm-hmm. In relationship, who's the one that, that can help that will put y'all back and point you guys back to each other, but that will also hear you out and won't tell your business? Mm-hmm. Like, who's the person that you have, you have kids, you have family? You're going to need people. Yes, man. Absolutely. You're going to need people. You're going to There's going to be a time where you can't get kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yes, going to be true. a time like that. You just, you know, and sometimes in our arrogance, if, if, if we have it our way, we will figure out a way to not need anybody. Mm-hmm. And that's why I believe that, you know, God puts us in certain situations to further prove his word that it's not good for men to be alone, mm-hmm. for man to be alone. And I'm going to show that by giving each and every one of you a need that's fulfilled through somebody through else. Through somebody else. They will have what you need. They will have what you and need. And you got to be in relationship to get it. Yes. Yeah, man. It, it, that, that's so, so very uh, true. And, and so rich, man. Um, speaking of, an, an example of that is, um, y'all about to hear it again. I do have a girlfriend. Her name is Brenna Watson. Shout out, Brenna. Shout uh, out the I call homie. her Bumblebee, too, y'all. But anyway, so um, one of the things that, that would bother me just in my own head was the rejection of family and not having a good support system mm-hmm. um, because of the challenges ahead. Mm-hmm. And uh, And it was something that, like, would make me be slow to think about having conversations or even meeting uh, parents or meeting family members or whatever the case was just out of that fear in myself. Mm -hmm. But, you know, God is so faithful that uh, he has shown himself so faithful that our support system is amazing. Like Mm -hmm. the, the people surrounding us are amazing. They're, they're happy for us. They're, they're praying for us. And, um, it's just giving me so much peace because I know that what we are going to step into is uh, is going to need um, a good support. We're going to need a good support system behind us. And mm-hmm. But it's something that even in my fear of it, God showed me that I needed and that he would provide. He always provides. Always. Always provides. So He always does. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, man, it's 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 inevitable to have weight in this in this in this time, you know. Even like you mentioned earlier, and we didn't really get into talking about it too much, but just like waiting on God. Mm. If there is one thing I know, <laughs> listen, 
if there is one thing on this earth I know about is waiting on God. Mm. Like, to the T. Like, that's a whole nother podcast, actually. Yeah, I think yeah, we should that actually might be next do episode. one on just waiting on God because mm. I know all about that. And guess what? You need people in that process, too. Ooh, you just can't get away from it. No. The weight of it, I'm telling you, if you feel like you have a lot of weight that you're carrying, who is helping you carry it? Mm. And also, are you trying to be the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ of your own life? <laughs> Now you on the cross. Uh-oh. Like, get down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, you wouldn't even make it to the cross. No. They no. hit you one time with, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm out. Yeah, the, <laughs> most, the, the first time you see yourself sweating blood, you're like, first of all, <laughs> there's a problem. This is the COVID 19 yeah, affecting yeah. me. This is the CDC. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, nah, you, you, nah, we're, we're not designed to, to carry the weight alone. And when it gets too heavy, you have to check and make sure. You know, are, you, are you carrying something alone? Mm-hmm. Y'all want another cookie, a uh, scripture cookie? I thought you were going to give out cookies for real. I'm like, wait, I I didn't get the first one, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, man, but Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. Hmm. Two is better than one. Come on. I'll give it to you in Espanol, too. Dos. Dos. Es. Whatever better is in Spanish than uno. Yes, come on. Yeah, we out here. Um, We're international. Yeah. Because y'all know we got uh, people who listen that speak Spanish. Mm -hmm. Honestly, we just need y'all to come on and teach us. Let's have like a a tutoring session, one one episode. Come on, man. I got so much that I want to say to y'all, but I can't. (laughs) Man, that's facts. No, but that's true. Two is better than one. And three is even better. Mm, Three is even better. But yeah, the weight of it, man. The weight of it. I hope this is... Bless y'all, but you know this would not be the huddle if we did not give you strategy. Yes. So go ahead and let them. They should know by now if you've been listening to the huddle. Y'all tell us what number one is. Right. Tell us what number one is. Exactly. Okay. It's pray. You already know. Pray. Always <laughs> pray. But now let's be specific. Ain't no need to being you know talking to God and, and just rambling. Be specific. <laughs> now. Yes. Yeah. Tell them exactly what you need help with. And if you don't know what to tell them, I challenge you to pray and ask God to show you what am I carrying that I'm not supposed to be carrying. And with the things that I'm carrying, who is supposed to be here to help me carry that? Mm. Be transparent with God and tell him how much, how heavy it is. You know, like we said, the Bible tells us that his burdens are light. And so if it's too heavy, there's one or two things wrong here. You're Mm. carrying something you're not supposed to, or you don't have the godly community that you need. Mm. Um, Number two, I would say, Maybe you're listening to this and you're like, that all sounds great, but how do I find godly community? How do I find it? I'm going to be so honest with you. Include that in that prayer. You know, I would tell you, like, go to church and stuff and get around believers, but obviously we're in COVID and we're in in restrictions, and it's not even, even going to church sometimes is not that easy to just... Just because they're in church, that doesn't mean that you can trust them with your stuff. God will lead you. Pray and ask God to send you the right people. Mm-hmm. We were we didn't go seeking each other. Like God, no. God organized that thing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm telling you that God does have people out there in your community because sometimes we look at other people and we think like those people don't exist around here. No, yes, they do. Mm-hmm. In your area, there's mm-hmm. somebody who God has called to be a part of your life. And it might not be for the whole journey, but a, a, but a season of it, you know, ask God to lead you to those people. Mm, that's good. And if I had to give you number three, I would say 
Remember to check the weight every day. Check the weight every day. Man, I love that. The LA gave me a weighted blanket for around this time last year for uh, my graduation. I, I loved it. Yeah, you did. Weighted blanket. I didn't know that. Dang, yeah. that's crazy. I forgot you did, about bro. that. I did? Yeah. We, we, all right, we in the strategy part. Anyway, number three, check the weight every, every day. Um, and the reason I say that is because life is going by so fast, and it, it, we, we forget to take time to just take inventory and to just think about the things that we're carrying in our hearts. Yeah. Um, things are going by fast, I'm telling you. But that is why prayer is so important. So, like, start with prayer, number one, but end with prayer, too. Start yes. your day with prayer, but end it with prayer because um, the prayer at the end of the day is where you can check inventory and see if you picked up anything along the way. Mm-hmm. That, that isn't for you. And you can leave that, too, before you wake up the next day. But, yeah, continue to check the weight. Amen. Well, that is our strategy. Uh, before we go, I want to close out with prayer. And um, let's see, when you're hearing this, it's what, December 19th. We're close to the holidays, guys. It's the 19th. It's the 19th. Today is December 19th. Oh, no, 18th. 18th. Yeah, yeah it's 18th, December 18th. 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 Okay, so we're getting close to Christmas, guys. So um, <laughs> I want to pray. And I want to pray an honest prayer that I think we all need. So let's just bow our head. Well, if you're driving, don't bow your head. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> Lord, we just thank you for this podcast. We thank you for this conversation. And we're so grateful for your wisdom. We're so grateful for your word. We're so grateful for your insight. We're so grateful for this ministry and this opportunity to be able to connect with believers in our family like this. And God, right now I'm asking that you give us the grace to carry the weight that you've set before us to carry. Lead us to the people who are going to help us carry it and help us to always remember to check the weight that does not belong to us. And God, right now, maybe we're under the pressure and the weight of the holidays and we're trying to figure out how we're going to go around family, how we're going to connect with our family. God, I'm asking that you give us peace even in that. For those of us who need to forgive somebody who's in our family, for those of us who need to forgive friends, Lord God, for Christmas, we want to have your love. We want to have your joy. We want to have your peace and your strength to love people who may have hurt us and to forgive people who might have done us wrong. These things we ask and we declare in your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We'll talk to y'all later. Peace.